So that brings up a kind of an interesting question of you have the oxidative stress and, and the systemic inflammation. Are the metabolic factors themselves, is oxidative stress and inflammation considered a metabolic factor in fibromyalgia? Or are those, again, they might be married, but how do you delineate between the two? Oh, well, those two things, you can't have one without the other, shall we? point out, they are the underpinnings of chronic pain, chronic fatigue disorders. To not get too deep into the issues, eventually down the line, they create enough damage in the tissues that you start to get mitochondrial decline. Remember I was talking about that loss of vitality? Uh-huh. And it's in my book. I try to explain this in very simple terms for the individual. We talk about the mitochondria. There's the power plants in each cell. There's thousands of them in each cell, and they're very unique, very special little creatures inside our cells, and they produce something called ATP, which is the energy currency we use, whether we hug our wife or think a thought or or eat food or digest food. Whatever we're doing, we have to buy it with ATP. You produce your weight in ATP each day. You, of course, use it up immediately, too. So, you're not, you know, there's a sum zero game there. But, I mean, it's so important. Well, you can imagine if you start to have a decline in the mitochondria, and they do so many other things. I mean, they decide when cells are going to live and die. They're a fascinating little organelle. But the point is, if you do things that are damaging your mitochondria, you're damaging your vitality. But let's just rattle off a few things. What it means by metabolic and vitality is your ability to do anything physically oriented. And so what is a scenario that would damage the mitochondria? Well, I guess there are so many different things. Genetics plays a role, but let's just put it this way. If you eat a a diet that's deficient in nutrients, now the mitochondria do not have what they need to produce this ATP. I mean, of course, if you cut out calories, it can't produce the energy molecules, but everyone's getting more enough calories. But magnesium, as I think, is involved in about 60 different enzyme pathways in the production of energy and stuff. Well, magnesium is one of the most common deficiencies. That's why I always promote the use of magnesium malate for these chronic pain disorders because malate is used as a carrying molecule to bring substrate for energy production into your mitochondria, and magnesium is used for energy production, and it's a very common deficiency. Abrams and Fletcher found that they could high-dose individuals with chronic myofascial pain, fibromyalgia, and if they got them up high enough, within 48 hours, they could reduce muscle tenderness measured by allogometric measurement. Uh, It's a pressure device. My point is, if we are deficient in certain nutrients, our mitochondria are going to start losing their efficiency. If we insult them with things that are damaging to them, chemical, we're going to start losing efficiency of function. And if they're not producing all that abundant energy that we need we're going to feel an overall sense of loss of vitality. A loss of vitality is fatigue and pain. So it's an inability to do the things we want to do, to have the life we want to have. Everyone wants to have a very um, creative, abundant life, but unless we have energy to carry that off, we can't do it. 